The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut welcomes you to Shi'ar Jashub. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be beginning the next sermon in my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo's in-depth series on heavenly authority. Before we go into the sermon, let me tell you about a special author event book signing on Saturday, September 22nd at the Barnes & Noble located in the Milford Crossing Plaza in Milford, Connecticut. Pastor Greg will be greeting listeners and answering questions about his book, The Nature and Power of Prayer. Prayer is integral to every aspect of our walk as Christians, and readers of this award-winning book will gain insight into such areas as knowing the will of God, spiritual battles, the reason for trials, and much more. So come out and meet Pastor Greg on the 22nd at the Milford Barnes & Noble. He will be at the author event between 12 p.m. and 4 p.m. Here now is Pastor Greg Scalzo. In the Heavenly Authority series, we've been studying the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We've been looking at the offices or ministries or services that come from those gifts and the workings of the activities that God does in each individual's life. And we've used 1 Corinthians chapter 12 as a text I'd like to just look at Hebrews chapter 2 for a moment. Uh, I'm going to read Hebrews chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proves steadfast, and he's speaking here about the old covenant, and every transgression and disobedience receive the just reward, how shall we escape? If we neglect so great a salvation, speaking about the new contract in Christ Jesus, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him, God also bearing witness, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit, according to to his own will. So you have here the testimony, the gospel, the great salvation first began to be spoken by the Lord Jesus himself, confirmed by those who heard him, confirmed to us by those who heard him, and many of those were the apostles. And then God also bearing witness, the Holy Spirit, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts or distributions of the Holy Spirit, and here's the key phrase, according to his own will. God gives these gifts, he gives offices, he gives activities, and it, it is he who determines it according to his own will. Signs, wonders, various miracles, gifts. And we've seen that over and over again, right, according to his will. We read that in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 11, where it says, But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. 
all these different gifts that are listed uh, at the beginning of chapter 12, as he wills. Down in verse 18 of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. But now God has set the members, each one of them in the body, the body of Christ, the church, just as he pleased. So the pleasure of God, the will of God, he will determine what gifts the individuals receive. We ought to earnestly seek the greater gifts, we're told that. He will determine the offices and he will determine the activities. And one of those offices we read about, and what we're going to do now is actually go through the different offices uh, over the next few weeks. The first one, obviously, in verse 28 of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles. And obviously the first office to speak about would be the office of the apostles. God has appointed these in the church. Uh, in the King James, it says, he has set some in the church. He has set them in. He has placed them in the church. And that word there for apostles in the Greek is apostolos, apostolos. It means one sent out, literally one sent forth. From the Greek verb apostello, apostello, which means to send. So apostolos, the noun, is one that is sent forth. Uh, in secular Greek language, the word apostolos uh, often meant a ship, a fleet, uh, a naval expedition or a naval commander. And you can see from the root of the word to send out, to send out the fleet, the ship, the naval expedition. But rarely was it used uh, to mean a person sent out. Uh, and we have here in the New Testament a development of the word from apo, from, and stello to send, of one sent forth. In the Old Testament, the Septuagint, which would be the Greek translation of the Hebrew text in Jesus' time, which Jesus read from, the noun apostolos occurs only in 1 Kings chapter 14. 1 Kings chapter 14 and verse 6. Remember Ahijah, the prophet, the one that foretold the division of the kingdom because of Solomon's sin? Uh, the prophet from Shiloh, he's the one that tore his garments at the 12 pieces, and he tells Jeroboam to take 10 of them because he would lead then the 10 tribes, and the kingdom would be broken because of Solomon's sin at the time of Solomon's son. And then there's judgment that comes on Jeroboam's house because of his sin, and um, his son is sick, and Jeroboam sends his wife undercover because Ahijah is old and he can't see so well and his eyes are glazed by reason of age. But the Lord tells Ahijah ahead of time what Jeroboam's doing, so he knows when the woman comes in to seek his word about their sick son, he knows it's Jeroboam's wife. And in chapter 14, verse 6, it says, And so it was when Ahijah heard the sound of her footsteps, as she came through the door, he said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. He can't be fooled. Why do you pretend to be another person? For I have been sent to you with bad news. So he has been sent by God. And that word there, when the Greek translates, the Greek that Jesus would have read in his day, translates the Hebrew, it uses the word apostolos. 
apostle. I have been sent. Um, and it's translated from the Hebrew word to send. And over and over in the Old Testament, you have this idea of God sending his servants, the prophets, out to do his work, to bring his word. Uh, and frequently, in the Old Testament, the verb to send out is translated in the Septuagint, apostello, the verb to send in the Greek. The Hebrew word is shalak, shalak, to send. And the idea was applied to Moses, to Elijah, to Elisha, to Ezekiel. I'll just give you two instances in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 12. And he said, I will certainly be with you. This is the Lord speaking to Moses. And this shall be a sign to you that I have sent you. Shalak. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. Shalak would be the equivalent of apostello, to send out. That's the Hebrew equivalent. He was sent out, that I have sent you. In Ezekiel chapter 2 and verse 1, the prophet says, And he said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet, and I will speak to you. Then the Spirit entered me when he spoke to me, and he set me on my feet, and I heard him who spoke to me. And he said to me, Son of man, I am sending you to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me to this very day. Shalak, sent, one sent out. I am sending you to the children of Israel. In later Judaism, the corresponding noun came to refer to those who acted as representatives for others. And there was a phrase, a, a, a quote, a saying, a man's shaliah, that's the noun for shalak. A man's shaliah is as himself. He's as my agent. He's as my representative. Um, it specifically came to refer to an accredited agent, often sent out in pairs, two by two, to go from the authorities in Jerusalem to the, the, the diaspora, the dispersed Jews throughout the civilized world there at that time. And they had limited authority to conduct their commission given them. In the New Testament, when we think of this word apostolos, one that is sent out, Jesus himself in Hebrews chapter 3, in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1, Jesus himself is described as apostolos. In chapter 3, verse 1, Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle, apostolos, and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. He sent out. He is the high priest. He sent out as Moses was sent out, but a little differently. For this one, verse 3, has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. We are the house of God. Moses was part of that house of God, God building a dwelling place. But it says here that Jesus is counted more worthy, worthy of more glory, inasmuch as he who built the house 
has more honor than the house, for every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. So he is the builder, and the builder is God. So Jesus receives more glory because unlike Moses, he is God. He is the builder. He is the Almighty One. He is the exact representation of the Father. When you see Jesus Christ, you see the Father. And the Father has sent him into the world to do his work in this world. The Son being sent by the Father. He is the sent one. He is the apostle. And this idea of the Son being sent from the Father is the theme of the Gospels themselves. In John chapter 17 and verse 1, Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that your Son also may glorify you. This is at the Last Supper. As you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Apostello. Pastor Greg Scalzo will be at the Barnes & Noble on Route 1 in Milford, Connecticut on Saturday, September 22nd between 12 p.m. and 4 p.m. More information about this author event can be found on our church website at shiarjashub.org.